Right, uh, welcome back to the Active Inquiry podcast. I know we've had a little break over the summer, but now we're back to doing a, um, a monthly podcast again, and we're back here sitting in the cafe at Out of the Blue. And uh, I'm here, so I'm Gavin, uh, and I'm also here with uh, Steve Small from Strange Town and Rob Hoon from Out of the Blue. Hello. Uh, and we thought we would use this uh, setting of the Out of the Blue cafe to uh, talk about the collaboration that's been happening over the past, well, two years so far, uh, with more to come between the three organisations. So, um, you know quite a lot about uh, Active Inquiry, um, so I thought maybe I could ask you both to just uh, say a little bit about the organisations you're here representing. Steve, do you want to go first? Uh, Right, well, Strangetown is a theatre company for children and young people, and we've been based out of the blue for many, many years. Many so years. many years <laughs> we've, we've all forgotten uh, when it first started. Um, and we, um, we've got two studios here. One is our office, and the other is our stage management space where we keep things and make things. And um, uh, yes, that's, that's what yeah. we're doing here at Out of the Blue. Yes. And we um, run, many, uh, we run um, something like 90% of our classes here as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, Out of the Blue, we're an arts and education organisation and we uh, manage the Out of the Blue Drill Hall, which is a massive space stuffed full of artists um, and organisations from creative industries. Um, so we've got uh, a whole rake of studios and we've also got a lovely uh, cafe and uh, exhibition space and a rehearsal space and other public rooms and run, uh, run the building um, and the organisations within the building often collaborate together and often not only have studio space, but use the rehearsal studio, and we organise um, and apply for funding for projects such as. That's not bad, is it? Not bad. You don't know what I'm going to say next. Such as the, the um, Gretna 100 project, which we um, thought was um, an appropriate project based on the fact that the building the drill hall is a listed building because of its historical and architectural significance but its historical significance was its association with the worst ever train tragedy in British rail history where um, 100 years ago um, nearly 101 years ago um, a a troop train travelling south to Liverpool um, carrying members of the Leith Battalion who were based at the drill hall crashed uh, and um, 227 passengers lost their lives um, so yes that was the, that was the reason for doing the, the, yeah and the, that one kind of, of that, that that project kind of brought us all all together to, yeah. to think about how uh, out the blue in kind of managing producing this project and then two of the groups that made one from active inquiry and a young company from from strange town could come together and and think about devising this this project um, so we spent some time devising this work together we had a writer duncan kidd who was uh, amazing came along to the sessions and wrote this play that we performed in as rob was saying in may last year which was a major 
you'll probably hear lots of new classes going in. It's a very busy place out of the blue. Lots of stuff going on. Which, um, is, which is good. Which is good, which is you good, know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, this is why we're here and why, why it's good. So this was for these performances um, that happened that happened last year. I don't know, Steve, if you want to talk just a little bit about, so we're not just being too factual. Um, mm. I, I don't know, your experience of doing Persevere, of being involved in the Gretna, yours personal, I suppose, and, and Strange Town, why you wanted to be involved... Well, I think the, the initial reason we wanted to be involved was um, a really practical thing was that uh, the Active Inquiry group met on a Monday evening before the Young Company group and we would yep. literally pass each other <laughs> and, then one day we, yeah, and then one day we thought, well, this isn't, it doesn't really make any sense, um, why don't we work together? And as it happened, as Rob explained, the, the link with the, the building came up um, in terms of the project, it, it was a fascinating uh, um, project because you know you have the basic problem is you have this terrible tragedy mm. how do you make it into a piece of theatre that's going to not leave everybody going home kind of going well that was really depressing yeah. and and also use this this fantastic building in, a, in a, an interesting and clever way um, which I'd like to think we did yeah um, certainly did and, and it was interesting for me because I didn't direct it, Gavin directed it, and um, it was interesting for me because I was kind of a step back from it, um, but I was also working with Duncan, the writer, who's done a fair bit with Strangetown, um, and I just think it was a, what was interesting was the, the impact it had on the audience, and people were deeply moved by it, mm. and in a way that I don't think we had actually realised would happen. Did you not? I Well, I mean, it's, it's that thing when you make a piece of theatre, you never know. Yeah. You, you kind of think, well, this is, this is quite good, but mm. who knows? People mm. might turn up and they might think it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah, risk yeah. you run, you know? No, I think, I mean, it was just such a fantastic um, project for, to mark the centenary with, in a way that wasn't mawkish and over sentimental because um, yeah I mean I mean one of the reasons for doing it and for inviting Strange Town Acting Inquiry to be involved I think was very much the approach that you use to the way you produce theatre and from my mind it's a classic bit of kind of arts community theatre um, development yeah. approach and the way people are work you know you work with people which was you know brought to the so why I thought you know, why I thought, um, why I think it was so powerful was partly because of that approach and the people who were involved and what they brought to it. But it, it was such a, you know, such a good example of how to work on an issue that's of significance locally, if you like, but also has, you know, national and international repercussions or whatever, and to do it in a way that um, wasn't, you know, it was really important for us not to to be seen to be. Uh, glorifying war and to be, um, you know, not to be, not to be doing something that totally fell in with some of the other celebrations or not celebrations, but steady, um, narrow, steady. <laughs> the, uh, some of the other um, ways of doing it. It, was, it. was it had its own very definite approach and way of working. Yeah, absolutely. And just to add to that, from, from kind of my perspective. Well, I, other things that I thought was great for uh, the Active Inquiry group was so as we've been meeting here for a long time and uh, in a way that I really felt like that project really 
kind of made us feel quite a bigger part of the building and, and a bigger mm. part of, of Out of the Blue as an organisation. And that's been mm. really good. That's been really interesting, exciting. And the, the other thing, I suppose, because we talked a lot in these podcasts before about forum theatre, which we do a lot, but mm. actually what this wasn't a piece of forum theatre, Persevere, but what it did allow us to do, because we had it was a piece of promenade theatre taking the audience around the whole building, it did mm. allow us to it, it still explore that kind of relationship between actor and audience a bit more that you don't get to do in a traditional theatre. Yeah. So that was a really exciting thing yeah, to yeah. be able to have the audience as part of the action at different parts. Mm. So one of the challenges that we faced as a team putting it together was how do you move large numbers of people about, mm. how do you tell smaller, mm. more intimate stories and then have larger stories. And um, I think we got around that yeah. really well, actually. Yeah. Quite, and, and again, you know, it's quite simple what we did. And it was, yeah, the staging of it was fantastic. And, you know, often we've put on performances in the past at the drill hall and there's, there's, there's often a move to use different bits of the, uh, the building which aren't kind of the, the main bits and that's because of the nature of the, the space and the interest of the different nooks and crannies and I think you were... You, you're a great, it was a great example of how the building can be used that isn't a kind of traditional mm. um, piece yeah. of theatre but and the other bit just to add to that was in terms of the approach was the fact that there was uh, a research group and a, a visual art group and all yeah. the groups are feeding off each other in order to produce the final product the, the exhibition yeah the exhibition so, so the and the fact that members of the cast are involved in the exhibition group and the research group, and it was all feeding feeding into each other, yeah. it was great. And the and the film is just such a a brilliant bit of work by by Ray Bird, just to document the kind of process as well, and to to show to put it in context, but just to show that process. I think it was a great great piece of work. I think um, Martin, just when you mentioned him, the film, Rob, I, I was really struck by some of the things that the participants said in the film about how much the project had meant mm -hmm. to them and the impact it had had on them, mm -hmm. which I don't think, again, that we had been particularly aware of at the time. Yeah. Um, it's quite, I mean, it's quite moving, again, in a different way. Yeah, and the, so. the evaluations that you did <coughs> and the written stuff as well and just showing how important it was to people to do something of such power and significance for the local area, yeah. local community, and to, to feel, you know, I guess they didn't realise that when they started the process, but, yeah. but by the end of it they were, you know, they seemed to be really, really uh, moved by the, the impact that it had and the, the fact that they were doing something of such significance. So if you want to, if you didn't get to come along and see the exhibition and see the performance of Persevere, as Rob mentioned, the, the, the video which kind of documents the Gretna 100 project is on the Out the Blue website. I think it's also on the Acton Inquiry website as well. So um, we'll, put some, we'll put some links into the, the programme notes for the podcast so you can see the video, which is a, a great watch. And we, we just, before you move on, yeah. Gavin, I, I think it's worth mentioning this slightly surreal moment where we did... Uh, uh, extracts from Persevere in the Great Hall in the castle oh, yes. in October and Gavin and I found ourselves driving through the service tunnel <laughs> of the castle which was the closest thing that either of us will ever get to being in a James Bond yeah, film um, and uh, Diana who uh, did some fantastic singing and uh, contributed a lot of music to Persevere and I 
also got completely lost in the cafe <laughs> for about 10 minutes and we were a bit worried we were never going to be able to find our way back. Out, yeah. It was very surreal but it was a nice kind of finish yeah. to the project yeah. to be able to do it there. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that project and, and that kind of successful partnership, wow we've got all the noises today. Cafe's cafe shutting up now by the way, for the so day. if anyone wants a coffee you're too yeah. late. You can tell what time um, it is. <laughs> so you really get your flavour of yeah, the uh, flavour so, of being here. Um, uh, Yes, so um, that led us on to thinking about what do we want to do next? How can we continue this collaboration? Um, that project was funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund, and we thought we're going to reapply to the Heritage Lottery Fund. What might we want to do? And it became the project that we're now halfway through, really, called Leaf Moon. Um, which is again, um, sorry, I'm laughing at the shutters going down in the cafe here. Um, so, Moved Us on Leaf Moves, which is a project to look at the kind of social history of leaf docks. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to say any, anything more about that project. Rob, do you want to say a little bit more about um, why that? that yeah, I suppose about? I suppose because of the, cause of the, the approach of um, uh, Gretna of 100 and the way, the way we worked, it was very much the social history um, coming to the to the fore and the powerful way that the arts could be involved with the with a with a, um, a moment in history that was really significant. So the idea, and again going back to the evaluations where people said that that was really important for them, um, the idea to come up with um, another project which was historically um, and locally significant kind of came into my head and um, and the fact that Active Inquiry and Strangetown um, wanted to work together again which was great um, so we thought well why not um, why not do something similar in approach um, and, and, and Leith, Leith Moves which is not particularly the best title I've ever come up with <laughs> but you know when you're doing that funding application you've got 10 minutes to yeah, deadline you have to think thing. of something um, in, yeah. and yeah and Heritage Lottery kind of indicated that they were interested in the way we'd worked and seeing what we'd done as successful so it made sense from a number of uh, perspectives to apply. Um, Leith Docks in particular where we were at that point we were kind of thinking about Leith Docks in terms of where we might um, end up in, in in terms of a building which didn't actually come off but mm. so there was different drivers I guess but it, and it's, it's just such a, um, a great area of um, you know just a, a great area to explore really because it's got such a um, uh, vibrant history, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so that's where the uh, the idea came from. Yeah, and it it wasn't quite as you as you kind of mentioned. It wasn't quite as plain sailing at the beginning this time. You know, obviously mm. one we were we were still waiting on funding decision, mm. and then and, and two we had kind of uh, you know building issues where mm. we, we might have formed it in a building down the docks, which didn't quite work out. You know, yeah. and there were a few other bits and pieces that that went wrong. So. Um, Steve kind of lost uh, a little bit of whatever hair he had left, and uh, I was starting to <laughs> starting to go starting to go great, <laughs> starting to go great. But it, it, you know, we um, it was still the, the two groups still met, and there was still this uh, real interest in all of these stories that came up. I mean, in a way, too much, wasn't there? Steve, yeah, really. Yeah, I, mean, I think the, in terms of having stories to tell, it wasn't a problem of what <laughs> it was, how much, and you mm. know, what what choices do we make. And so we, we ended up with a kind of historical play with a lot of stuff in it. Because mm. um, we didn't, we didn't, effectively we didn't have the simple, clean idea of, mm. of the thing that we had with Gretna. Yeah. It was very straight, in that sense it was very straightforward. Um, but nonetheless, 
um, in an hour and 15 minutes. It was a bit less than that, to right. be honest. We, we came we in under an hour in the end. Managed yeah. to um, cram in quite a lot of uh, happenings. <laughs> yeah, so we did a play out of the blue here in the rehearsal studio, which was lovely, and we turned the rehearsal, the rehearsal studio into a pub. Very a good. Fake pub <laughs> called The Hanging Captain, and really this was just people telling stories in the pub. Um, we also wanted that kind of audience experience uh, to be part of it as well. So, you know, um, stories happened around the audience, they happened on tables, songs, you know, it wasn't a kind of audience sitting facing the actors. And we managed to tell some stories, I'm trying to remember now, uh, we told uh, the story of the Leith Dockers strike of yeah. 1913, fascinating um, fascinating period of history which I don't know very little about so please have a look. A little um, bit about the whaling industry. We looked at the whaling industry in Leith yeah which has gone actually was again although you can say it's quite simple that's a thing that lasted for hundreds of years so mm. which bits of that did we did we use and we looked at the Dar uh, the Darien scheme which was Scotland's uh, Scotland's go at trying to form an, an empire uh, in South America and, and how that went wrong and also how there were various hangings on leaf sands which mm. were existing also they've been built over. So we kind of told, those were the three main stories that we told and we kind of weaved them together um, in a little bit of a, a story with the modern day hanging captain. I don't know, do you want to say anything about your experiences watching the play? Um, yeah, no, it was it was it was so full of so much energy. It was just even on that even on that side of it, it was just such a good experience. Um, um, the bits that appealed to me, the cast of majority of women, uh, yeah. a lot of them playing men, some of them not. Uh, made made for some interesting dramatic decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but that was great because they were such they were so full of confidence and yeah. skill and energy yeah. and vibrancy and all. And it was just that I found that uh, really good. Um, what else? The, um, yeah, the experience. Also, the audience again were immersed, uh, and as part of the process, were encouraged to feedback either in a formal kind of community event at the end of the production or on very nicely printed beer mats, yes. courtesy of Out yes. of the Blueprint, Absolutely. which is a studio just behind <laughs> where we're get sitting. That, get that in the room. Yeah, but I, I mean that's quite. Yeah. I, th I think that's quite, it's all, yeah, it's, again, it's the same approach that we're trying to link in things all the time and so that provide opportunities mm. for people within the drill hall. And the, bit, the other bit is the hidden, I think, the hidden history element in terms of there's not much known about Leith Docks 1913. Mm. Uh, obviously, there's a lot known about Darien, but, you know, the, the elements that were, this is, this is new to people. People didn't know anything about it at all. I thought it was really, really good. So in the few minutes that we've got left, we could talk about um, what's happening from now on. So uh, luckily, Leaf Moves was a two-year funded project, which was lovely. So um, we're just about to, to start on the 3rd of October at Out of the Blue, 6 o'clock. If anyone wants to come and join, you're very welcome. Uh, we're going to start um, devising the next play, um, which will have some elements probably from the first play, but will have some new stories and new elements. Um, so we're going to start doing that. And also supporting that will be a regular, uh, I think they're meeting every two weeks, a regular research group mm -hmm. that, will, that will be meeting to share stories and feed into the development of that play and also a visual arts element of the, mm -hmm. of the project. 
Um, not sure we can talk exactly about venue yet because it's maybe not 100 percent confirmed. Well, <laughs> we could we could we could uh, we could allude to it. Yeah, we could. Make <laughs> we found a very. I'll allude. We found a very exciting space, um, which will dictate many of the decisions that we make um, on on what we're going to produce, um, which is very atmospheric and sighted in exactly the right place. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and uh, we are very excited about it, but we're just mm. not quite... We've got a couple mm. of issues we need to sort out. Practical things. Practical yeah. things. But if it does happen there, it's a stunning setting with mm. old and new and different elements of leaf life yeah. all, all there as a, a backdrop. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the inter interesting and exciting things about that is that it will mean that all three productions will be very linked by the groups that are doing it and the subject matter, but will be very different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's quite important because I think one of the things that you do when you try to bring something back together again, you don't want to repeat yourself. You Absolutely. want to do something new. And yeah. Tales from the Hanging Captain was very different from Persevere. And mm -hmm. if we can use the venue that we found, it will also be very different. Yep. Yep. So I look forward to it. <laughs> Very well alluded. <laughs> so that's the development for this year, and the idea is there'll be some uh, performances, stroke exhibition, uh, in the Leith Festival in June 2017, and then again performances in the Forest Fringe, hopefully, uh, mm -hmm. in August 2017. So that will kind of be the, the culmination of this project. We'll tell you more the next time. Tell you more the next time, yes, when we, can, when we don't have to allude quite so much, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we can have some facts. So um, if you want to find out anything more about Leaf Moves, then there's a Leaf Moves page on the Out of the Blue website, which is outofthebloo.org.uk. Um, if you want to find anything more about Strangetown, they yes. should be what? Strangetown.org.uk. Lovely. And obviously for Active Inquiry, activeinquiry.org. Uk. And if you want to get in touch with me about um, coming along to the group on Monday evenings or coming along to any any other groups, then uh, it's Gavin at activeinquiry.co.uk. Thank you very much, Stephen Rob, for that Thank kind you. of whistle Thank stop you. tour around our collaboration, and we'll see what we can do next time. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you.